A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. If you're looking forward to the truck and tractor pulls this summer, add horse pulling to the list. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Leslie Vold is on the board of directors for the Wisconsin Horse Pullers Association. It's one of three horse pulling clubs in Wisconsin. They've got about 300 members strong, which Les says has stayed steady over the past few years. But he says it is getting harder for younger folks to get involved because of the expense of the sport. Les tells me about those costs, but first we talk about the labor required to train a pulling horse. Amount of time is as much time as you can put into them to get the horses in condition and shape. Uh, usually at least a couple hours a day you want to spend working them and conditioning them every day. Can you tell us how <laughs> soon in a, in a horse's life that you have to start working with the animal? In a horse's life, it, usually most guys want to break the young colts out at about uh, between four years old and five years old. They start breaking them and handling them and, and training them to become a horse, uh, being a pulling horse. Walk us through what it means to break a horse. So you teach, harness them up and, uh, with a well-broke horse and start uh, just driving them around without anything on. Uh, uh, hook to them and then slowly work them into like on a manure spreader or stuff like that. It's more farm equipment and then you slowly get them to your exercise sled and, and then onto a load and see if they can make a pull an horse or not. What about noise and distractions? How do you train a horse to not get spooked? Take your time with them and uh, try and keep them as calm as possible. The noises and have noises going as you're working with them like radios and stuff like that, tractor running or whatever, so they get kind of used to noises around them. How long does it take to get a horse ready to pull, usually? Usually, if you're breaking them out as a four-year-old, you'll try and maybe pull them one or two contests that summer and probably five or six contests the next summer, and then when they're about six years old, then you're probably ready to go and pull them in the full competition through the whole year. You need the horsepower to place in a horse pulling competition. How do you get a horse to get power, gain muscle? You uh, actually got to work them. We drive them uh, anywhere from five to seven miles a day. Some guys go a little longer than that. And then there's times that you put them on a little bit, what we call a lugging load, which is probably three, 4,000 pounds just to build their muscles up, just like an athlete or ourselves. Just got to condition yourself for it. Is there a science behind it to prevent injury, though? How are you gentle about it, or how do you make sure your a horse is healthy throughout that process? Well, a lot of it is, uh, yeah, basically getting them conditioned in that you just got to take your time with them and make sure you're careful with them so you don't hurt them. Does food play a role in any of this? Can you tell me about what uh, pulling horses eat? Some guys feed just straight oats and hay. Some feed their own mixture of uh Horse feeds, um, supplements, a lot of supplements to just like ourselves. We've got to have, you got to have vitamins and supplements. Um, the supplements that you feed is to help keep inflation, inflammation down from swelling or anything if they do get hurt. Um, a lot of minerals and stuff, so they help them build their muscles and stuff. What's your secret mix? My secret mix is, a, is a, oh, I feed straight oats. And hay, good hay, good alfalfa hay, and uh, uh, some mineral supplements of 
about three different mineral supplements I feed on top of my feed. Does the breed of horse matter? The Belgian is and uh, is probably your top line in a pulling horse, and then uh, the Percheron is probably next in line. They're pretty close, the Belgian to Percherons. It all depends on what kind of breeding is in. Mixed in with some of the Percheron, that if you got a crossbred with a little bit of a Belgian, really helps because of the stockiness and the build of a Belgian horse. And we have yet to talk about the show aspect of pulling horses, um, looking pretty, uh, shiny, flashy for the for the audience. How do you prepare a horse uh, as far as beauty goes for these events? We uh, bathe them, clean them all up. Uh, a lot of guys uh, put show shine on them to shine them up, uh, oil their feet, make them look look the part. At, besides pull the part, uh, they uh, we design. Bring them to show them so people are impressed with our, we spend the money for the equipment. We put on them the pulling harnesses. Everybody's got nice, clean harnesses and stuff. We're not just there to pull them. We're there to show off how well we take care of them, too. Now, you mentioned those harnesses, uh, you know, and the glamour of that. What is that special tack that horse pullers use as opposed to your average horseman? Well, we, we use the best uh, collars made, you know, for a horse that are padded up and good sweating sweat pads and stuff for them for pulling. And our harnesses and aims are a little bit different than the normal farm horses or, or parade horses because ours got to take the abuse of being able to pull and not break when they're pulling on 10, 11, 12,000 pounds. So it's a little different than everybody's average ones. Les, can you describe what it's like sitting up there driving your horses? What is the feeling you get? Can you describe that experience for us? Working them every day, it's just the peace and quiet and driving them. You just got to enjoy it. Um, your time alone with the horses and watching what they're doing. And when you're at the contest, then it's just the the adrenaline drive of the competition and, and hoping your horses are going to do their best that they can that day. I want to ask, too, how you do attract a younger generation. You mentioned cost is a big barrier. Is that the only obstacle you see to getting younger people involved? I do. That's the biggest thing. Um, other than that, it's mostly family, trickle-down families, uh, more generations that just uh, are slowly coming into it again, and it just takes time to try and get that circle built back up to to a younger generation coming in. Does the Horse Pullers Association do anything to uh, recruit members or to get more people involved in horse pulling? We, we do. We went, we went to a $10 membership just for people that want to come down in the arena amongst us to learn more about it or be down there. Just that helps with our insurance policy. Um, our other memberships are higher than that to pull and stuff, but to try and recruit, you know, get people more interested and stuff like that, we have lowered that down so we could get more people involved. What about the audience? How do you get uh, your county fairs or shows to ask you to be a part of the event? Uh, what do the crowds look like? Our uh, our crowds are, are getting bigger and bigger because of, you know, the price of gas going up, so people are staying more local. So where we go, there are usually pretty good crowds around us. Now, you mentioned the price of fuel. Is that limiting uh, any of your members' abilities to pull this year just because of, you know, the cost of fuel, travel? It's probably going to cut it down some of the pulls. You won't see as many teams at, but uh, most of the time you'll see us at them because we're all crazy enough to go out there, whether it's 
$2 gas or $5 gas. It's, it's you want to go because you put all the time into it all day long or all week long to, to get ready for them pulls and, and you really want to promote what you, what you're doing. Where will people see Wisconsin Horse Pullers Association members? What is your footprint? Our footprint is the whole state of Wisconsin. I mean, from the Midwest over east to the southern part of the state. I mean, we'll be we'll be here Father's Day weekend here in Osseo on that Saturday. We cover the state fair on August 7th. We'll have all three classes there pulling at 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock, and 7 o'clock. On that. And we go over east. There's a big pull at the end of the year in October. We're all over. We, we cover the whole state. Well, now that we're getting to the end of the interview, Les, I, I do want to ask, what is the routine for horse care once the poll is over? Once you've had your run and you go back to the stable, what is that routine uh, to keep that horse healthy after the polling? After the polling is to get them watered, give them hay, um, and you get them home, and then you basically do your normal routine of just uh, taking care of them and check them over and rub them down and turn them out in their little lots and let them roll and play and relax. And then that's also your time to relax, too, after all that. <laughs> yes, it is. Yep. Anything else, Les, that people should know about the Wisconsin Horse Pullers Association? Anything big up coming up on the calendar? I know you said Osseo. Osseo, and then our, our big event as our association with the other two associations in the state of Wisconsin we hold, hold in September is our called our Wisconsin National pony pole and horse pole and we do a three-day weekend and that weekend is uh, september 16th 17th and 18th where we have almost 100 teams of ponies and draft horses with all three associations we have the pony pullers of wisconsin we have the barefoot midwest barefoot club and our wisconsin professional horse pulling and that is in Menominee, Wisconsin. We have it an indoor poll. And there's something you can add to your calendar. Les Vold along with us on the board of directors for the Wisconsin Horse Pullers Association. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.